Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. And I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 19, which uh, starts with Bilbo saying, and then find somewhere quiet where I can finish my book, and ends with him saying, I know I don't look it, talking about looking old. Yes. Uh, So this minute is just all conversation between Bilbo and Gandalf, uh, while Bilbo's serving Gandalf tea. Mm. And he makes the table wiggle a little more here and there. Yeah, well, I don't think the table's wiggling because Ian McKellen is... uh, I think just like the tracking, moving it. Yeah, because when you... Because we talked about yesterday how the table is on uh, tracks. It's like remote control. It's like a remote controlled table. So whenever the camera moves, the table moves with it. Uh, so you get the on like the the uh, the force perspective shot doesn't get interrupted, and when the camera moves, if you pay very close attention to the table, and it's it's towards the the first half of the sh- the the sec the minute. Um, if you pay very close attention to the table, you can see it kind of gently wiggling as it tries to as it catches up with the camera, which mm-hmm. I think is really interesting. Uh, but if you're not paying attention to it, you it's you like very a blink easily and you miss, miss it. it. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then another thing about the force perspective that I thought was interesting was around eight, uh, like 30 seconds in, 29 seconds in, uh, Gandalf puts the lid of the teapot back on the teapot. But instead of, it's not actually on the teapot. Because, because that the, teapot's five feet away from him. Yeah, that teapot is enormous and it's five feet away. Yeah. Um, on the table that Ian Holm is standing at. So Gandalf has the lid, and what he does is he places it on this this balancing rod that's very you that can't you really can't really see. see because of like the forks and the utensils right. sticking out of the the little pot. Right in front and of it. when he does, he places it on this rod in such a way that it looks like the lid is balancing on the teapot. And then you cut away, and you have the scene where. Uh, Frodo is, or not Frodo, Bilbo's talking about how much uh, Frodo loves the Shire. Yeah. And then you cut back to the table and the lid is back on the teapot. But you can actually see a very quick little jump edit when he places it on the balancing rod, where like the lip of the teapot comes to the front yeah. of the lid. So you can see a really quick little cut. But again, if you're, if you're staring if, at yeah, the lid. If you're not looking for it, uh, it's it's very quick. But I, I think it's really cool that you can see the the flaws almost. Yeah. Because then it's it feels a little more real. Yeah. You can kind of tell what they're doing, which is cool. I like being able to know. And of course here they're talking about um Bilbo leaving. Right. They're establishing the Bilbo plans to leave. So Frodo's suspicions from last week are confirmed here because Gandalf's been in on it this whole time. Yeah, you're still planning on leaving. Frodo suspects something. How long do you think they've been talking about this? Um, like, do you think Gandalf well, gets send, letters? Sending moths? I don't know. How does he, like, does he write letters? I assume he does. How does, how do you find Gandalf? Because Bilbo says, you, you whisper know, into the wind and the wizard hears you. I don't know. Because Bilbo says, you know, you come and go as you please. You always have. You always will. Well, and, maybe he's been staying in Bree. 
Oh, that's true, because he knows the innkeeper. Because uh, Barlm and Butterbur is friends with Gandalf. Mm. They, they've known each other for a long time. So do you think Bilbo will send his letters to Butterbur? To and the then Butterbur. And then whenever Gandalf comes through up. Bree, he gives a letter to Gandalf, and then Gandalf will write a letter to Bilbo, and then it'll get sent to the show. If you're showing, okay, but if you're coming all the way to Bree, and Hobbiton's like another day, right? But remember that during the time leading up to this party, uh, for a while at least before this, part of what's been going on with Gandalf is that him and Aragorn have been trying to find Gollum. Oh, that's right. They were tracking Gollum. Yeah. Hmm. So he's been Is in the Misty right? Mountains Is that area. So? No, I thought that was because they know that he escaped them and they got away. But I think they were still trying to figure I out where that he was. was in the in the the couple months after the party, and when Gandalf comes back. Oh, maybe. Because I may be messing up my chronology. I that wouldn't make. Or Aragorn sense. may have been trying to find him before the party. That's true. Aragorn, um, what's and Aragorn, Aragorn hangs out in Bree. Yeah. He's so Gandalf character. was going in for for updates, maybe. Um, also, Bree's pretty close to Mirkwood, and if Gandalf was also meeting with like Radagast or Saruman, it's a good go-between place That's to like true. stop and rest. I guess so. Because I mean, we yeah, kind of know that Radagast and Gandalf also talk fairly often. Yeah, it's not mentioned in this one. It's not mentioned in this movie at all in any of these movies is it mentioned in the book i don't I think remember. so i think I, I think it's mentioned that he i think he meets with radagast in the, in the no i don't in, think in so. the books or is that only in the hobbit that's only in the hobbit he doesn't meet with radagast you don't meet radagast he mentions radagast he mentions a meeting with radagast yeah but you don't see him he has no lines right gandalf just kind of tells them what happens yeah hmm. i don't know Gandalf's just living that crazy wizard and, life. And Bree is at least a few days away from Hobbiton. Is it? I thought it was a day. It's it's longer than a day. It takes the hobbits a while to get there. In this movie. Yeah, but they have short, stubby legs. If you got a horse with a cart, <laughs> they're three feet tall. Of course it's going to take like a week to get anywhere. I got shorter legs. I know the struggle. The struggle is real. The struggle is very real. I have short legs. Especially if you're trying to walk anywhere. But Gandalf's got a cart. Yeah. He's got a horse and a cart. Which means he can't take the same roads everybody else does. He's going to take nice wide cart. cart yeah, but there's roads. only like the... Because ro- the hobbits cut across. They stay off the road. Right. He, so he explicitly says to stay off the road. So it takes them longer. The road you'd... Fe- I feel like the road... It's not like Boston. I feel like the road is very straightforward. It goes from, We could like, consult the map. That's true. But I like conjecture a little more. Conjecture fosters <laughs> more conversation. I know. I, I feel like Bree's at least a couple days away. Huh. All right. I've always imagined Bree being, like, a, a few days from Hobbiton. Otherwise, I feel like more men would travel into Hobbiton. But they don't. Well, okay, so... Because the only people that, like, cross through the Shire from Bree are dwarves. If if Hobbiton is in the West Farthing, I think it's in the West Farthing. Um, it's just beyond the center of the Shire. Yeah. So it's a little off-center. I believe it's in the West. And Bree is on the other it's side. It's on the eastern edge of okay. the Shire. And the Shire's pretty big. So I guess, yeah. 
Yeah. But still, if you got a horse. Yeah, I mean, but he doesn't necessarily want to go all the way out into Hobbiton where people think he's a disturber of the peace. He doesn't care. He cares a little. No, he doesn't. He thinks it's fun. <laughs> Did you see his face yeah, in the, last week? He yeah. didn't care. Yeah. Frodo's like, you're a disturber of the peace, which is kind of like a misdemeanor. I mean, and Gandalf's like, whatever, I'll blow up some fireworks for these kids. Yeah. And he starts laughing. The the Ent fire marshal's going crazy. <laughs> you should stop <laughs> doing that. Oh my god. I love Ents. I know you I do. can't wait to talk more about Ents. In like a year. In like a year and a half. <laughs> oh, Treebeard. Um, I think that's all my notes for this. Um, oh, we, we get to hear one of my favorite, like, Bilbo lines, just because it's kind of hard to understand, and I think it's kind of funny. Oh, it's, it's very alliterative. It's Yeah, and I love alliteration. And it gives you a lot of, like, it's a world-building kind of sentence. Yes. When when Gandalf says Frodo suspects something, Bilbo's like, of course he does. He's a He's Baggins. a Baggins. He's not some block-headed brace girdle from Hardbottle. <laughs> Bilbo is very condescending to other hobbits. He definitely... He's he, very condescending to other anything. He definitely has money. Yeah. <laughs> old money. He's he's very old money. Yes. I know we were talking about, like, how well... But I feel like that line in particular, and the, the birthday party speech, too... Mm. I feel like that just kind of establishes that <laughs> the his, Baggins have just always been wealthy. Yeah, his family has been like in. I mean, his his family's been in Bag End since before he can remember. Yeah, and he's a hundred. He's over a hundred years old. Yeah, so that's like seventy one. Yeah, that's some old money. Some old money. What do you What do you think they made their money? Pipe weed, maybe wine. His dad made wine. Yeah, that's true. But is it like a ho- like a, a hobby, or is it like a, like or was a, it like a business? business? Right, some hobbit capitalism. Right, selling wine was he was he peddling his wares to the the dwarves and men that happened to travel through the Shire? It's interesting that in his the odd elf, if his dad made wine for a living, if yeah, I don't remember if he does. If his dad made wine for a living. You'd think he'd mention it when he talks about concerning hobbits? You know, he probably didn't, because I don't think that Bag End is a farm. I think it's yeah, just like a mansion. But he talks about the brewing of ales and the and smoking, the smoking of, of pipe, pipe weed. weed. You know, yeah. is wine a more, like, upper-class thing? Because the elves drink wine. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess, I, I guess that elves do come through the Shire, uh, although they probably go around the edges in the North Far thing more often. But elves have to go through the Shire. Right, because Sam to, to travel sees to the west. Right. Well no, to travel to the west to go into to go, the west. Oh, that's true. Because the Because it goes to the, the coast. Grey Havens are on the western coast of the Shire. Hmm. They're all the way on the western coast. They're technically beyond what is considered the Shire, but they're on the western coast of Middle Earth. Right. Beyond the Shire. Because you have to get through there's only one way in and it's through the Shire. Right, but most elves probably travel around through the North Far thing and kind of skirt around the hobbits. Like, through but the some elves old might go right forest? through. No, the old forest is in the East Far thing, oh. and the southern half of the East Far thing. Why are you Bree. saying Far thing? It's Farthing. 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 Like, not like that thing is far away. It's a farthing. Farthing. <laughs> oh my god! It sounds like you have a lisp. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Hi. <laughs> I'm picking on you. <laughs> <sighs> you anyway. You, you blockheaded brace girdle from hard bottle. From hard bottle. <laughs> I wonder where hard bottle is. And that's, that must be another region. But somewhere in, in one of the farthings. Right. Farthings. Farthings. <laughs> the only two places that I have any concrete idea of where they are in the Shire is Hobbiton and uh, where the Tooks live. And um, that's, uh, Buckleberry. Buckleberry. Buckleberry? Buckleberry. Buckleberry Fairy. Buckleberry Fairy. Mm. Hobbits like alliteration yes. and rhyme. Well, I mean, because Tolkien did. He's a professor That's of true. He's a linguist, yeah. That block-headed brace girdle from Hardbottle. I love the sound of that. Say that three times fast while you're <laughs> drunk. Like. <laughs> Ian Holmes says it fairly quickly. He does. block-headed brace girdle from Hardbottle. I know. We had to listen to it like five times, and I'm just like, what? What does he say? Because you thought he was saying by water. Yeah, I don't know why. I think I, I can kind of understand that. Is another by water is another place. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that where the Tooks live? Yeah, there's there's uh, Buckleberry and, and, and Bywater. Bywater. Yeah, they're, they're like right next to each other. Okay. See, I knew what I was. And saying. then the old forest is just to the east of them. Mm, okay. And then north northeast of the old forest is Bree. I believe. If I'm remembering my geography I thought Bree correctly. was, like, way on the other side of the east. Well, the the old forest is right on the edge of the Shire. But so is the Buckleberry Ferry, isn't right. it? So, like, yeah, Buckleberry and Bywater are on a river, and then... Bree. Then the, the old, old forest, forest is on the other side of the river from those, and then Bree is up here. Oh, see, we really need it's like a map. to the northeast. I believe Bree is to the northeast of the old forest. We need a map beyond the Barrow Downs. You know, we need to, which is a place we don't go in these movies. No, we're gonna talk about it though. Yes, we are. <laughs> I, I feel promise. bad. I feel bad for whoever's guesting. <laughs> that week, we're just gonna be like, so Tom Bombadil, and they're just like, I'm just here to talk about this movie. <laughs> I don't remember who's guesting that week, but I feel bad for them already. I promise um, you, I will talk about Tom Bombadil. Yeah, we at have we haven't talked about... Well, we can talk about it tomorrow. Because it's mm. Friday tomorrow. Yeah. It's Friday tomorrow. Friday, Friday. Gotta, Gotta get, get down, down on Friday. On Friday. <laughs> I don't have anything else for this minute. <laughs> Neither do I. I just wanted to mention that line. Yeah. No, it's a good line. I, I really like it. Um. Oh, there is something else to mention this minute. Uh, Bilbo starts fiddling with the ring in his pocket. Does he? No, not in this minute. It's the next Does one. He? Yeah. Because Gandalf oh. kind of side-eyes him. Because yeah. he says, he starts off the, it's the end of this minute into the next one, because he's like, I'm old. old. Yeah, 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 I know I don't look it. And yeah. Turns around with his wrinkly, not-taped face and his gray hair. I really like the the way that he delivers that line. It's very, he's very tired. I'm old. And there's like a weight behind it. Yeah. Because, you know, he's like 68, 69. Yeah. Um, so, you know. The actor and These the character. These movies really don't look like they were made 15 years ago. No, they don't. 16 years ago. No, 15. 2000. Well, it came out in 15 years ago, so I guess. Made 16 years ago. Yeah. Man. Because, like, 
They don't look at these movies. The, the, the look of them holds up really well, yeah. uh, much more so than some other movies from the early 2000s. You know what we didn't talk about at the beginning of this week? What? We didn't talk about Sean Astin being like, like super oh, into the look of Hobbiton. It has to be the right green. The right shade of green. It it's can't got look to be. fantasy. It's got to be real. it can't look too dull. It's got to look real, but really green. What a nerd. <laughs> It's like it's got to be it's got to be really green, but not too green. It can't be too green. <laughs> and and Elijah Wood talking about how the first few times he went into the digital grading department, they were having trouble, and it was just looking too brown. Mm. They were trying to figure out how to make it look like really bright without making it look unreal. Yeah, and they just kept getting brown. Nerds, all of them. Nerds, the lot of them. The lot of them. Except for maybe Dominic Monaghan and, and Billy Boyd, they're, uh, they don't seem quite as nerd-like. They're 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 much more into just like telling stories about things that went on right around the cast. They're the Fred and George Weasley, yes, of this cast. Yes. Like they are Mary and Pippin. Yes, they are. They are Mary and Pippin. They're just here to have a good time. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, they're feeling so attacked right now. No, they're not. They're just here to have a good time. Yeah, and they are having one. Always. We, we get to talk about that next week. Yes. I'm excited. We do. Uh, so I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, you can find us on DuelingGenre.com. You can email us at contact at LordOfTheRingsMinute.com. We're on Twitter at L-O-T-R Minute. Tumblr, L-O-T-R-Minute.tumblr.com. We're on Facebook. And we also have a listener group on Facebook called Fellowship of the Mike. Uh, you can find us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Please. Please and thank you very much. Uh, you can find my co-host Cassandra, along with Scott and Nick, who host Back to the Future Minute uh, on the Doctor's Companion. They also are all writers for Geek by Night. Scott and Nick are the executive producers, and Cassandra is the co-executive producer. Writing, directing, blah blah booby blah blah. Uh, if you are so inclined, please support us on Patreon. We also have a one-time donation button on the website if that's more your style. And you can also find merchandise for all of our other podcasts and hopefully us soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. We're working on it. Yes. And as always, special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Leaper182. And I hope everyone has a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.